Thank you, Lord. I want you to get your Bibles to Luke 4. To Luke 4. Hallelujah. And uh, I'm learning the new system, and I didn't get to get to your notes on the screen tonight. So we're going to jump into our Bibles and try to keep up tonight. Amen. How many of y'all are excited about being in the house of God? How many of you know prayer is important? Time spent with God is never wasted. Outside of God is wasted. But time spent with God is never wasted. We're, we are in a series called Deep, and I told you we we're going to do a core training, and I'm not going to change the name. You know, we're just going deep. Hallelujah. How many know we're going to go deep? Tonight I'm going to talk about discerning dwellings, discerning dwellings. It's good to see you. Discerning dwellings. How many of you know that you can't do anything outside of discernment? You, you can never go past your level of discernment. And the spirit of God will give you the spirit of discernment. As much as you yielded to the spirit of God, you'll have the spirit of discernment. But as less as you yielded to the spirit of God, you have less of the spirit of discernment, which means you could be operating from something that you could perceive that's the spirit of God. But outside of that submission, you could be outside of the ramifications of the spirit of discernment. Because discernment for you might be different from discernment from somebody else. This is why it's very important. And excuse me, I'm going to turn to make sure I hit the music totally. This is why it's very important that we go beyond the normal ramifications of Christianity. And understanding that there is nothing that you can do and move into, into the things of God, which you were called to walk into outside of the ramifications of levels of discerning. Okay. Discerning spirit. Testing. Somebody say testing. How many of you know you can't take a test that you never had tools for? Test the spirit by the spirit. I hear believers always talking about we're going to test the spirit, but you don't have the tools to test. I'm not, I can't test where I don't have the tools. So my discernment will always be diminished by the levels of submission that I have to the spirit of discernment, which is God. Are y'all getting this? So you can't discern spirits. The Bible says we, we are to discern spirits. We, uh, we judge spiritual things with spiritual. There is no voice that without interpretation. We judge spiritual things with spiritual, which means you cannot go beyond your level of judgment. And the first spiritual person that you got to learn to judge is yourself. Come on, I'm going to say it like I'm ghetto. The first person you got to learn to judge is yourself. So I'm going to talk about self-deliverance tonight. Because before I can discern dwellings in someone else, I got to discern the dwellings within myself. Don't try to take out my stuff in my eye, my dirt, my, my clutter without you discerning your clutter. Don't tell me how deep in, in dwelling of demonic that I'm in, but I can't discern the dwelling that of my own understanding. So you got to realize that the spirit of discernment 
And the spirit of testing, you, you, you have to have the right tools. And the right tools is rooted in the spirit of God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So Luke 4, 33, and, and we're going to go down the road of understanding, discerning dwellings. Okay. Now, this is going to be practical, and I'm going to be giving practical and principles in this. And I want you to also ask questions if you have them. Amen. Because until the church learned to do the works of God, how many of you know it's not enough to tell people the gospel where you can't deliver them? How many of you know that Jesus, watch this, God never said that I'm coming down to deliver nobody. He said, I've given you the power to cast out devils. To See, the spirit of the Lord came upon, I've given you the authority to do it. So we pray for deliverance and he said, do deliverance. We pray for healings and he said, heal the sick. We pray for breakthrough, but he said, y'all get what I'm, where I'm going here. So the problem is we've been embryonic in understanding of the toolkit that we have. And when you don't have the discerning of the toolkit, you, you don't have the tools. You All you can do is reach back to. So the modern day church have not been in operations of the works of God. We have still been telling God what is not his responsibility. It's possible to put back in God's hands what's your responsibility. One of the greatest things you have to first discern is what's my responsibility and what's God's responsibility. Most of the things that's God's responsibility, we put in our hands. And most of the things that's our responsibility, we put it back in God's hands. So many believers right now are waiting on somebody to be delivered. But we don't realize that a lot of... <laughs> See, see, we got to teach back on faith, which I'm going to give you a, a, a glimpse of. And I never taught on this. So you go, you go, you be happy because you're going to get something new tonight. Because God revealed to me something that I, I, I didn't. I just had to explain it right. But a lot of us wait on different things from God. And God said, I just need more workers to come to the field. Which means nobody will never get delivered without a worker. Nobody will never get saved without a, nobody will ever get healed without a, which means God needs a man to declare his word on earth to get the job done. Are y'all catching this? Can you say amen? So we, we have to understand that when it comes to discerning, it's very important to learn to discern, um, number one, what you say you're saved by. Because if you can't discern the spirit of God and what he is and the fruits that come from him, you will never discern what's not him. Most believers can't. Dis it's interesting because they, it seems like they can't discern what's not him. And when you can't discern what's not him, how are you going to cast out what you don't know is him or not? How are you going to get rid of what you don't realize is either him or not? Which means in areas that might not be him, I might have been compromised somewhere that I didn't realize that I've been I've considered somewhere. I've allowed something in to believe and, 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 and receive that might not be him. And, and so I, I want to dive into this and, and we, we, we're going to pray in the end and, and, and really uh, break loose of things in our own life that might been considered that's not him. Amen. Luke 4, 33. 
Somebody read that for me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to realize, verse 35, I'm going to read it. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him, and it did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and spoke amongst themselves, saying, what a word this is. For what with authority and power he command the unclean spirits, and they come out. Now, I want you all to understand something. This is a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What do I have to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth, which means he perceived that he was the Christ. How many of you know you got to perceive that he's the Christ to be a Christian? So we got a Christian coming saying, What do you have to do with me? Unless you confess that he is Jesus. See, the problem is we think because demonization doesn't come upon believers. Now, in no way. We think even devils don't even say Jesus. We think people who say, y'all remember the lady with the unclean spirit say, y'all are the men of the most high God. See, most of us would be like, you are so right. And you wouldn't have never knew that there was a spirit behind it because your discernment is not spiritual so every time you are perceiving people by the natural training that you had and I want you to hear me because some of us are too educated for deliverance if, listen, if anybody would ask me what is the one thing that you, you know that's different from me I realize that some people are too educated for their deliverance. They're too educated for their healing. Which means they have too much information without the person. It's, it's possible to become so doctrinally irrelevant that you miss who he is. And the, it has corrupted the way the body of Christ moved, the church moved, because we think because we have the knowledge of it, we have the person of it. But that's not true. You can try that. You can have the knowledge of something, but not the person. You can be moving in the knowledge of something, but not moving in the person of him. And, and one of the dangers of the church today is we have settled in the information of him, but not the person of him. So that's why we're comfortable. That's why we can preach one minute and be depressed the next one. But the Bible says, if the son has set you free, you have become free indeed. Not just free, but indeed, which means it doesn't stop. Unless you've left room to the adversary. Give no room give them no place so the question is what place have we been giving them and have and can you discern your place that you've been giving them because there's a point where you you you've compromised how many of you know when you don't see a breakthrough a lot of times you've learned to live with the non-breakthrough so it become you 
You get so tired of not seeing a breakthrough. You get so tired of not seeing your healing. You get so tired of not seeing your deliverance. So now you build a doctrine around it so you can keep your equilibrium. Not knowing that there is more information in the in in the uh, somewhere, but you have not sought out beyond your circle. Oh, I'm saying something. You have not sought out beyond your your level of information, your circle of of, of influence. Your, you know, a lot of people today, they want you to believe what they believe because they don't realize they're in their circle. But I'm not in that circle. Yeah, I, I used to work for a company and I, I was riding with some guys and they were talking all this crazy stuff as if everybody lived like that. And I say everybody don't live like I don't I don't live in that arena. I, I, I probably used to because where I come from, I don't live there no more. I, I don't everybody in everybody neighborhood. not like that. Please don't be deceived. Everybody not not hunting down for what you think. No, everybody not like that. So you got to realize that the spirit of discerning, discerning spirits, somebody say discerning spirits, is one of the greatest things that you're going to have to learn if you're going to know how to come out of where you are. Because the first spirit that you're going to learn to discern is your, ah. How, who, who knows the, the, the spirit of man except the man? <laughs> and then he got mad and said, do you not know how to check yourself? So we've been learning not how to check ourselves, but I can tell the devil in you, but I can't tell the one in you. I can tell you crazy, but I ain't telling mine. Are y'all catching this? So there's a man that said Jesus of Nazareth. Christians say Jesus of Nazareth. What do you have to do with me? Have you come to torment us before our Time. Now, how many of you know that the adversary just, just, he just got time? But he's already been overcame. Now, I need you to understand this because one of the dangers of believers today, I'm realizing is you don't really, you think God is in a battle with the devil. No, he's not. He's always, God is God. He's already finished it. In fact, he already finished him from the foundations of the world. So if we're not careful, we start speaking languages as if God is figuring it out how to deal with the devil. No, 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 no. I've already conquered it. The problem is you. We have language as if God, you know, God's trying to deal with my devil. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. God has already dealt with that. The devil ain't, they're not equal. Please don't offend God with that. They're not equal. In fact, it's God that allows certain things to happen to see where you are. Because the devil wants to know, do your people like you or do they just like you because you control them? Uh, see, I'm not teaching that tonight. So you, what you might be thinking is, is a problem. God might be looking at an opportunity. So like, cool, deal. I'll prove to you they ain't going to go with you. They're going to go with me. Y'all <laughs> better hear me tonight. So it might be a little bigger than what you're thinking. Well, God, why he just saved me? Because he had to see if you can surrender yourself to what he's, who he is. And not by control, by desire. 
because it is a choice. In fact, I already finished the choice. Watch this. It's called choose life. Let me let me tell you something. I've already even finished the choice. It's called what? Choose life. Which means, watch this. When life is not happening, it should prove to you what you chose. Y'all missing it. See, you but you put it back on the devil when it should have told you what you chose. So when life is not happening to me, and the things that he said came with life, I should not look outside of me. I got to look within me and say, what am I choosing? Watch this. Jesus said like this. You have not surrendered. You have not yielded. You have not uh, uh, um, uh, suppressed uh, uh, against sin yet to the point of bloodshed. Are y'all getting something from this? So I, so I want you to understand, a discerning of spirits. So the Bible says he command with authority and power uh, the unclean spirits to come out, okay? I want you to realize that the spirits, spirits, likes, likes, this is what they do. They find a portal to come in to deal with your mind. And if they can deal with your mind, they can deal with your behavior. And they want to find dwelling places for presence, for their presence to dwell. And you have to learn how to perceive because when you learn to perceive the devil in you, you learn how to get him out. How many of you know that you don't really... You, I know we, in the church, the Bible says, come into the elders and we can cast it out. How many know you can cast out devils in your own self? See, y'all got to get used to this type of language. Hey, believers, this is too new for us. You can cast out devils of your own self. Many times I lay hands on I say in the name of Jesus. Ramba Kalabrosta, out. Why? Because I perceived that it wasn't me. I wasn't in my right Mind, what is your right mind? The mind of Christ. Which means anything outside of the mind of Christ is out of my mind. Y'all, unless you've been compromised. Are y'all catching this? Re deliverance requires spiritual authority and power. Deliverance require what? Write that down. Deliverance requires spiritual authority and power. Okay? And there are levels to this. There are levels to this. The Bible tells us if we cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. If we cast out devils by the Spirit of God, by the who? By the what? Oh, not by just you. If you cast out devil by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come what? Upon you. Uh, that is Matthew 12, 28. Matthew 12, 28. How many of you know we have the power and the authority within us to cast out devils? But how many of you know that the, what is within has to learn how to come out? We don't have a problem 
with what is within. We have a problem bringing what is within to come out. And you have to have that power that's beyond just believing. Because you go from believing to baptism of that Holy Spirit. Which means there has to be a feeling. There has to be a, 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 a impact. There have to be an enhancement beyond your so own spirit. Beyond your own self. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? That, that, that arises. The word spirit there means energize. It must energize you into what God has given you to do. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? How many know the Spirit energizes you? How many know the Spirit, Holy Spirit, it energizes you, it lifts you. But how many of you know you can also be energized by the negative spirit? How many of y'all used to ride to the club with your music on? What would you, what would you rising up? I don't know about y'all used to bounce. Come on, I gotta get ready. I can't go in the club just all normal. No, I gotta get what? Ready. I gotta energize my spirit before I go in. So I can feel like the boss. What was I doing? Building myself up. Yo, you, you, you're catching me. So we don't look at it. It's, it's still building yourself up. Because you got confidence after you. Oh, I see y'all acting too holy tonight. Well, I, 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 I know I know you're from the lab. Uh -huh. So you have to understand that the spirit within you is the spirit that comes with power. But the problem is. The Bible says that guard your heart above all else for out of it flows the issues of life which means if God gave me a new heart to deal with and, and, and walk with because the heart has to regulate that spirit because when I have a broken heart a lot of times I have a broken spirit so when my heart is pure I can actually walk in the purity of that spirit. So he said, guard your heart above all else, for out of it flows the issues of life, which means something is dealing with the heart. As a man thinking in his, so what he just said was, whatever you just let in, it can come into your soul, and if you don't stop it there, it can go to your heart. And once you enter your heart, we're going to have problems. Because whatever is going to regulate your soul is going to regulate your body. But if it ain't in your heart, now you got it. Now you got a belief. Now it enter into your wheel, your wheelhouse. This is why you can't counsel, counsel demons. You got to cast them out and then counsel the person. Because their will can't allow themselves to believe. It has to come out first, and then they have the ability to believe. Now, even within yourself, you have the capacity, watch this, to know you're not believing, but reach towards God. Ah, I'm saying something. I got an infirmity, 
But, but all I have to do is touch the hem of his. Y'all missing it. See, some of you thinking that you got to wait to get your deliverance. But if you can reach long enough, you're going to touch the hem. I'm preaching now. All you, all you have to do is reach harder. God is not going to leave you without. He said, if you ask for it, you're going to receive it. If you seek it, I'm not going to leave you out there. See, some of you could have been at your deliverance. You're just not reaching. Long. You're waiting for another prophet to tell you. Tell somebody self-deliverance. Oh, yeah. We, oh, we, we about to get in some real ministry. Y'all, y'all ready? I was like, we got to know how to get it. Something might come up off you and go home with you. You got to know how to get that thing off of you. Are y'all hearing, hearing what I'm saying? So you got to realize that there is nothing that can stop the love of Christ. Not, not principalities, no powers. No, nothing can separate you from the, but you can separate yourself. So there are things that can come upon you, but you can reach further enough. Watch this. And God will release a breaker anointing to, for that thing to break. Now you have the passageway to come back in. Are y'all getting something from this? You know, some things to do like this, it, I really going to need like two months. <laughs> because there's so much information and I'll sit there for almost 30 minutes like I don't know which way to start. Are y'all getting this? So you got to realize that we, we got to learn to discern the dwelling roots. Somebody say the roots and not the fruits. See, 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 we got to get off of the fruit of a thing and get into the stop responding on the first round. I'm not talking to you. We're not having the same conversation. You're not saying what you're saying. You, you see, we're so we're so undiscerning. We only can deal with the fruit of people. Oh, you see her behavior. I know her behavior. If you mature, you that is that. Was, I, I, was, I actually I not that I see it. I expected it. So I already made a way for her to act just like a child. I expect them to fall. So the root in you have trusted somewhere and compromised in the world. So now you have something against them that you don't realize in you. So that's why your expectation is off. But you didn't know your expectation being off was actually your discernment being off. And when your discernment is off, your submission is off. Woo. Are y'all catching this? Nobody mature will ever argue with or put somebody down that they never had ex expectation for. Because they realize that they're not submitted to the spirit there. So they have to be revealed first but before they can even submit to him. And then they can resist the devil. And then he will flee. So why did you think they can, watch this, resist where they haven't submitted? Submit to God, resist the devil, which you're not going to resist nowhere you're not submitted. And if you try, watch this, it's only temporary. You remember those obedience we talk about Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when those start. Because I'm trying to resist where I don't have the submission. 
because I haven't learned faith enough to understand how to come into that level of submission. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. If you lack anything, ask God for wisdom. And God will give you wisdom. Are y'all getting anything out of this? So understand that, that <laughs> go to John 4, 21, 24. And we, we're going to move fast. I, I got a lot. And I just want you to get this. Jesus met a lady at the well. And this is what he said to her. She needed water. She was going to draw water. Jesus asked her, hey, let me draw something for you. Okay. Watch this. And Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we worship, what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming and now is the true worshipers will worship the Father in what? In what? So it's not just worship. Let's stop right here because everybody think that you just worship. But Jesus set the differentiation right here. He said, no, 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 no. Y'all worship what you don't know because you're just worshiping. But now true, which means they can be false worshipers. If he's setting out true, that means we can worship falsely too. We can worship falsely. How many know time in worship sometimes is trying to break your false worship into real worship? Jesus, I love you. You can put that on now. Now you're right, God. Jesus. See, <laughs> are y'all catching? See, sometimes you got to get, you got to, we think well, ain't nobody no time. Yeah, it's about time with you. You need some time in there until you can break through. See, I, see the problem is you, you trust so much in your flesh. Time ain't no way. Wait, wait, you ain't got time. Stop. Get out of that. You need time. In fact, Jesus pointed out time. You couldn't spend an hour. You got a whole lifetime. You can't spend an hour with me. Don't never fall into that lie. And I'm going and to and prove it to you in a little bit. Time with God is never wasted. But it must be real time. In the spirit. Ah, don't stop right there. And then, uh-oh. So now it's not just spirit. It's and in uh oh, so the problem is you can try to worship in spirit, but if you don't have the truth, you're going to miss it. Y'all, listen, that, you're going to need this. Uh huh. Yes, but sometimes the presence of God will enter you in, okay? But just because I'm worshiping and the spirit of God is upon me because he, he allows my embryonic understanding of who he is. It doesn't mean he'd reject me. But if I don't learn to uh, uh, face the truth, I, I make it a medicine. I make the presence of God a worship rather than the person. Does that make sense? Because God didn't call you to worship worship. So you, you get that? So when he's saying in, in spirit, you can be in spirit, but if you don't learn to worship in truth, 
You're going to learn to worship worship. I, I was one of those and I didn't realize it. And God said, the reason why you cycling because you've learned to worship. I used to love worship, but I couldn't get things right. I love to follow my face, but I never got. I, I, I had. Listen, uh, with all that getting, get what? You can only get understanding in truth. So, so many believers learn to worship, worship, and worship is good because it's a release. It's a, but, but don't let it become a high because when you learn to worship him in the spirit and in truth, the truth is I'm not worshiping worship, I'm worshiping the Father. So if you're not careful, your theatrics starts becoming the God rather than the God being the God. That's why most believers feel like they had church or didn't have church if they didn't shout or did shout. They worship the worship. They, they, they don't feel like they had church unless somebody hooped and hollered. Yeah. And so the problem with that is you've learned to worship a worship. You've learned to worship a man and you didn't realize you, you missed the God in it. That the time has come that we will worship True worshipers, true, will worship in, in the spirit and in truth. Now, I'm going to teach you what in the spirit means in just a second. See, we're going to have a problem with deliverance if we don't understand this. Because we're going to try or not try because we don't have the confidence. Are y'all catching this? Now, watch this. Luke 24, 49. Behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endured with what? Power from on how. Now, I want you to hold that because God was telling the disciples, I want you to wait in Jerusalem until you are endured with what? Power, which means there are things that are going to be difficult without you waiting. Did they believe in Jesus? Did they believe in his word? Did he tell them to go based on that? Did he tell the 70 to go based on just believing in him? He told them to wait until. Which means, watch this, there was something that was a prerequisite for the power to come. There was a what? A prerequisite for the power to come. See, we try to run out on a belief. And most of us got woe out. Yeah, I ran out there, Jesus. I obeyed, but I'm <laughs> but he said, wait until you endure with, which means some things you will never do outside of the. But there was a prerequisite of receiving. Are y'all catching this? Because, see, many believers think you just go, but you have not got the girt of that power to be enabled in you before you are sent. Are y'all getting this? Somebody say the power. Mm. So I, I want you to understand something. I want you to understand when it comes to breakthrough, okay, 
There cannot be a breakthrough of something that was a stronghold without another power. There cannot be another breakthrough of something that is a stronghold without another what? Power. And you got to know the power of that power to get that power off of that power. <laughs> Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? God wants to dwell in us, but he also wants to be manifested through us. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? God wants to dwell, but he wants to be manifested. It's not enough that he dwells. He wants to be manifested. And if you can't come to the manifestation, you're going to be a misinterpret Christian and manipulated Christian here on earth. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So our problem, and I'm going to hurry up because, because I want us to pray. Actually, I want you to go to 2 Timothy real quick. 2 Timothy 2, 25 through 26. And for the sake of online, I'm going to go ahead and read it because I don't have the mic with me. In humility, correct those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and that may, they may come to their sense and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will, which means you're never taken captive by the adversarial voices. The Bible says there is no voice without interpretation or meaning. So every voice that tries to walk you out of the voice of God has meaning. Which means it has a will behind it. See, many believers think because I'm not doing the will of God and I'm not doing bad, I'm just there. But God says anything outside of faith is actually sin, which means if it's sin, I came. Jesus was manifested to deal with sin because the devil uses sin against you. Are y'all catching this? So, so you got to realize if you're not doing God's agenda, you're still doing a agenda. So you think you're just chilling. I ain't doing God, but I ain't, I ain't doing nobody's. No. Huh? Because the adversary can use your mouth. And hopefully not at will. Because if you conform to the world, there's a conformity of carnality that you're operating in. And carnality is governed by another will. Are y'all getting this? Carnality is governed by another will. That's why God doesn't want you to be like the world. He said, in fact, why do you like the world? See, this is some of our problem right here. You trying to be like the world. You like the world. If you like the world, maybe the love of the Father might be lacking. Oh, ain't that something? I thought about that the other day. I said, oh, let me get out of the love in the world. Maybe I love, I, I tapped into the world a little bit too much. Uh, come on, I'm, I'm happy in Jesus' name. Uh, come on, that, you got, come on, you'll break depression real quick. Maybe you love the world too much. And God said, if you love the world, you need to check the love of the Father within you because you're missing the assignment of the will of God. So now you're working for another will. Let me back up on that. Are y'all getting this? The adversary 
does not come in or manipulate or mess up anyone without access. Which means, believers, we got to know what are the access points that I'm even, or am I compromising? I am allowing, or has beyond is beyond my control. Now there there are different levels to this. Are y'all getting this? See, if you don't deal with the serpent, it becomes a dragon. It started small, but because it wasn't dealt with on that level, it progressed and was reinforced to become the dragon. So now it was, and they come out now. And you was in church and nobody discerned. No, you went to the right place. But the people wasn't in the right place. All the craziness that we see on TV, preachers do. How many of y'all know that's not a spiritual house? It, it, it might be spiritual, but the people. How many know somebody should be able to see something like that? I'm not saying to call out people and all that stuff. I'm saying as believers, we should be able to see and discern. Watch this. Because carnality moves in a certain way. That's why the mind of the spirit is always against the mind of the flesh. So if you're coming in the mind of the flesh and I'm in the mind of the spirit, one of us is going to be battling. We might be looking at each other like we agree, but we know we're in disagreement. You ever been in your household? Your spouse didn't pray that day or been off for a while? Like you think you're right? Oh, y'all, you see, y'all, y'all right, y'all too holy. I'm sorry, y'all. That don't happen to y'all. Eh? Yeah, you be learning them upside the head. In Jesus' name, come out of them. see, the problem is the mind of the flesh will never agree with the mind of the spirit. For they are always at war with each other. That's why the Bible says the carnal mind cannot never please God. Even if you're doing pleasing things. What did you say? Good versus God? Uh, that that needs to be preached every day. Because we have settled in the good. But you can do that when you don't understand the spirit realm to do the God. So you call the God the good. And it don't mean that God not good, but God also holy. So you make them good, just like he's a good God, just like every other gods. Because they do the same thing. They feed, they do outreach, they, they go clothe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but, but, but you are satisfied with the good. But you didn't care if you knew what they did after you fed them. Did they? <clears throat> All right, let me come in. See, the problem is you're not looking at the soul of a thing. You're looking at the good of a thing. Why? Because you're looking for your past, not his past, on them to go. Are y'all catching this? We got compromise somewhere. The last day, they're going to be lovers of themselves. 
prideful, boastful, lovers of money rather than lovers of God. How many of y'all see that thing sneak up? It only sneak, come on, sneak up on your shoulder sometime, don't it? Hey, get up off me. <laughs> oh, y'all too holy for that too? Oh, it don't sneak up on your shoulder. Boy, we got a boy, I'm telling you, we got a powerful church tonight. So you got to know yourself in the spirit of things, so the license of the flesh don't compromise you. You're not compromised. I mean, you know, y'all know what a squatter is. Now, how I know you know what a squatter is, but you know what I found out about squatters? That thing shocked me. You're telling me somebody can come in and take over? Watch this, watch this. And you can't kick them out because of the law. And you can't kick them out because of what? <laughs> I told you, you're going to get this before the night over. Some of you are too intelligent to, for your breakthrough. Some of you are too intelligent for your deliverance. Because squatters can't come out because of the law. For the law of sin and flesh. <laughs> uh, let me, I'm moving ahead of myself. Are y'all catching this? So squatters, <laughs> let me give you a couple of things why squatters are there. Number one, write this down. Squatters can take residence if you have surrendered control or you have surrendered trusting in another power more than God's, which means you've surrendered control. Squatters can come in if you surrender what? Number two, squatters can come in and take residence if you continue in evil without repentance. And I'm talking about true repentance. The Bible says there's a difference between worldly repentance and godly repentance. Now, if you're watching this and you're like, see that, that church go again, you know, because I don't understand what's the difference between repentance. The thing about God's repentance is you got to know his love before you come into that repentance. For it's the love of God that leads men to, which means it's a good thing if you come into God because he loves you. Isn't that the gospel? That's what it's called the gospel. So if you decide to stay in the worldly, how many of y'all know the worldly repentance? Watch this. And see, we laugh about the worldly repentance all the time. Oh, you, oh, good pastor, but you know I ain't finished with that. So you, you are in live church, and we live in today that you can say openly that I know I haven't came into godly repentance, but we let you leave as you came, thinking God filled you, but you just told us you. I'm going to leave that alone. You, you see how we've been compromised. Everybody's smiling. All the believers, one didn't, didn't prophesy to her. The other one didn't encourage her in the Lord to get her out of worldly repentance and bring her into godly repentance. Because why? We still sell. So we didn't care about her soul walking out talking about I ain't forgive yet. 
And we smiled and laughed. Didn't know that was a demon that made her do that. I see, I done went. I, I told y'all, y'all in training now. Why? Because we're not spiritual. We think that she's just playing in her flesh. But you didn't realize because that thing is a strong who holding it. So if something is holding it, it needs something to get authority to loose it. But you think it's a joke and let them go out in, in, in chains. And we laugh. Because we don't have the discernment. To see, watch this, beyond the flesh. So it didn't bother you. went home, ate your greens. You was cool. But you didn't see a soul just walked out of here unrepentant. When we came to the house to see him, to release him, to let go to him. Are y'all all right with this? Are y'all getting this? So, so, so we let that slide because we don't want to offend. So now we became a church that don't, uh, y'all, see, I'm going to stay out because we don't realize the levels of offense because we love man rather than God. Because they might not come back. How many of y'all know they wasn't coming back in the first place? So, so you, you, I bet you probably should have got that chance. The reason why you don't take that chance because your triggers. All right, that's not what I'm here to talk about. Are y'all getting this? Number three, uh, a squatter will take residence where he slipped in, where you were unprotected. He slipped in where you were. Now, generational curses could work in this. What the parents play with, sometimes the children have to pay with. Until they come into the knowledge of the truth themselves. Are y'all getting this? Until what? They come into the knowledge of the truth themselves. But they might deal with that thing. So I could be dealing with some of my daddy issues, my mama issues, until I come into the knowledge of the truth. And then I can break. Y'all catching this? So we have to realize that the adversary is not as powerful as we make him. We just haven't learned how to stand in the truth. You know, it's so interesting. God, th th this is what I want everybody to listen to because I preach this, but I, I think it goes over our head sometimes. God never necessarily told you to fight in the way we think we have to fight. He said, having done all to stand, just what? With the, you get what I'm See, when you have the material, the tools to stand, you're not fighting because you know. And when the adversary know you know, he can't deal with you. He got to come back another time. I'm not going to waste my time with this one. In fact, she's on the offense, not always on the defense. See, believers are always on the defense, not on all. Oh. 
So we don't wake up with the devil screaming because we woke up. We wake up because he up. Come on, say amen there. Why are we on the defense when Jesus died? And gave us all the thought that has been given to you. I, I, in fact, I put it into your feet. But the problem is we got to get it out of us. Amen. So I want you to understand that the adversary love to take root where there is a place given. Okay. And you can identify the places that has been given within yourself. Watch this. Based on the offensiveness or the defensiveness of yourself. Write that down. I say it all the time, but you need to get this. You can identify what if something is working, if there is an offense or there is a defense. Rather than standing. Most people don't know that there's a, many people who, who get triggered easy. They got a lot of strongholds. And there's nothing wrong with that. We just got to get broke. We got to break them. There are, there are strongholds in our life that areas that we don't touch. How many of y'all know sometimes there's areas in us we like, I know pastor try to, people try to, but but how many of you know that you try to change the subject? It can, it can, let's move on. So you got to ask yourself, what is keeping you out of addressing it? If there is not an assignment behind it to keep a name for yourself. What's wrong? Why you can't address it? Is it shame? Is it guilt? Are y'all getting it? It's a condemnation. Those are those are not things that saying that you're purposely doing. I always say this: pride don't only go one way. Insecurity could be pride too. So even though you're insecure in shame and insecure in in, in all those things, it's still a way to to not. Operate in the things of the strength of God that you say you fall in. Because the fullness of God makes you operate and activate. The Bible says those who are in the spirit of those who are of God do great uh, 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 exploits. Why? Because the energy of that spirit lifts you in the love of God. Watch this. And the Bible says perfect love cast out how much of it? So if you're not afraid, you don't, you're not scared to address it. So we got to deal with why are we afraid to address it? It means perfect love have not entered yet. It means what? It means what? Perfect love has not entered yet because in that in there, I have not surrendered to that to God. If your father and your mother forsake you, God will take care of you. Are you all catching this? 
So you got to realize that squatters have a license where you're still in the law. Watch this, because you can't you can't pay to get them out. Although you got the checkbook. I got a checkbook. But I'm just holding it. Paid. Am I going to use it? Are y'all catching what I'm saying? So I, I want you to realize that we, we're having a problem. And I'm going to go through this and hit the last thing. Our problem, and my, my point to make today, is to help you understand the necessity of the spirit and being in the spirit. Okay? Because you can't teach deliverance outside of the spirit. Principles don't work outside of the spirit. So if I, if I can't make you and provoke you to want enough of God to stay with him, to do his stuff, we're going to have a problem. Or you put yourself in more problem. But it's not beyond you. Tell somebody God is no respect of a person. So don't say, well, pastor, that's for you. No, that's a lie. You are a believer. God is no respect of a person. The same uh, access he's given me, he's given you, he's given the other one, he's given the other one, he's given your brother, he's given your sister. There, he's no respect of a person, which means you can get as much as you want. The problem is not that you can't get it. The problem is, do you want it? Or have you been compromising doing good than God? God is trying to get us to a place where we're not compromised, okay? And, and watch this. Hebrews 12, 4, 11 tells us, you have not yet resisted the, to bloodshed, striving against sin. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as sons. My son, do not despise the chasing of the Lord, nor be discouraged when he rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son he receives. So God is calling you a son and daughter. What he's saying is, you have not yet resisted. So I'm going to train you up until you learn my love enough where you can learn to choose me rather than choosing that, choosing him. You're catching this. So it's still my love. I'm dealing with you like a son. I'm dealing with you like a daughter. But the problem is you have not yet resisted. So there are times you still have open doors that allow him in and sin lead it to death. But because I paid for it, you can keep putting a check on it and get free. But there are areas that are, might be strong that you don't realize that the check was written big enough for it. So you don't pay. You stay in jail. You stay locked up. You stay in the stronghold. Because you know too much. Because you've been in church too long. Because you should have known better. Y'all catching me? So we didn't realize those are the adversarial thoughts too. But these are thoughts that we justify. Because we like, I should know better. I'm too old for this. I'm too grown for this. I'm too smart for this. I've been here too long. I'm deacon so-and-so. I'm pastor so-and-so. I'm bishop so-and-so. And God is saying the problem is you. It's still you. So I have to deal with you and chasing you so you can realize 
until you learn how to come out of you and come into me, you're going to miss it. Y'all catching this? So prevailing and dwellings, the dwelling things that dwell within us, have not found the leeway or the leverage of freedom in him yet. We don't, we haven't chose him because we still have ownership of it. And what you own, you got to steward. How many of you know to steward something, you got to keep reinforcing something within you? How many of you know to stay in poverty, you got to reinforce poverty mindsets? Y'all better hit me. Faith come by. So anything you keep hearing, you got you're gonna stay in. Which means until you change the language of whatever you're in, you don't come out. All right. Are y'all being blessed by this? So now. So Jesus wants us to destroy the lack of knowledge. Can you hear me? But my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Amen. We got to realize the price have been paid. Which means there is no deliverance too hard for God. There is no freedom too hard for God. There is no breakthrough too hard for God. And believers, you don't have to wait to receive it. But if there is something that's too hard to receive yourself, then you have reinforcements in the body of Christ. But I'm teaching you as leaders that you have the ability. You don't have to wait. But you have to discern what is there. What is compromising you and what are you justifying? What are you overriding? What are you not talking about? Are y'all catching me? These are things that are going to corrupt you along the way. These are things that are in you that are allowing certain movements that you don't want to be to become. Because you're not testing the spirit by the. So you've made the wrong spirit. In agreement with the your spirit. And forgetting about the checking of the Holy Spirit. So I, I'm going to help you understand how to break through. All right. We're, going, we, we, we're about to come to the end. Because for us to know how to break through, we got to know what real faith is, number one. Because, listen, the devil don't mind. Watch this. The adversary don't mind you doing Christian stuff long as you don't know how to really walk in that spirit. He don't mind you worshiping. The Bible just told you. You don't even know who you worship for true worshipers, which means he don't mind the other worshipers. It don't matter what they do. They can do their flags. Ain't nothing wrong with flags, but they can do whatever they want. It doesn't matter. He said, unless you understand what true worship is, you're not going to get the breakthrough that you need. Unless you understand how to release all of you, you're not going to get the breakthrough that you need. Because true worshipers will worship him in spirit and in truth. So when you can do that, you've entered into something, watch this, watch this, called faith. You've entered into something called what? This is going to mess up some of our doctrine. 
This is going to mess up some of our doctrine. Y'all ready for this? I said, when you do that, you've entered in something called what? You know what's interesting? We call faith everything, and everything is not faith. Let me tell you how everything is not faith. The Bible says if you're a double-minded man, you should not receive. So we actually call stuff and say that we're in faith about stuff that we actually were double-minded in. So we signed off as if it was faith, but it wasn't faith. Faith, go, somebody go to Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. You know, I never taught this like this, but I, I want you to hear me. Because I think we've missed something about faith. I think we've missed something about faith. Are y'all learning tonight? Somebody read uh, Hebrews 11, 1 through 3 for me. Actually, I'm so sorry. We're going to stop right there real quick. Verse 11. Now faith is the what? Now, come on. We're going to read it. All right. Now faith is the. So it's not working to get substance. Y'all, here, come on. See, I'm about to mess you up for a second. Because we think faith is working to get to faith. We think faith, watch this. That's why people don't know how to, you don't operate in God, but you say you're in faith. You can't do both. This is why the world confused, the church confused. I was in faith. Ah, like that. See, we think the operation of praying and confessing, watch this, is saying I have faith. No. Faith is, 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 is a substance of things that are, which means, watch this, there was substance that came. You cannot release where you have not received a faith. So you might have been in doubt. You're working towards it. There's nothing wrong with that. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? Faith is not saying because you're confessing towards it that you got it. This is why we the church has messed up. We think mental assent is faith. It's not. So we'll say we're believing it because we're saying it. That's not how that works. But... <laughs> Are y'all hearing me tonight? I think we're going to need some questions after that because I'm going to have to explain this one. I see already. We think because we're confessing it, we had it. Faith is a substance, which means the substance has come. And because the substance is there, the hope is there, which means the fear has to leave. So I can't say I had substance of things hoped for, and evidence. And in the same mouth, I'm talking in doubt. You was ascending to faith. You haven't entered into faith. So we mental ascend to try to get there. And we stop. Watch this. And you could have entered in, but you thought the confession was enough. You thought because you said words to God in prayer, that was enough. Yeah, I'm trying to see, see y'all going to need this because you can't receive that power that you need to do the work 
if you keep stopping at the beginning stages of breakthrough. Some of you are not going deep enough for breakthrough, for the deep call unto the deep. So you stop at confession. You stop at prayer without breakthrough. Breakthrough says you entered into faith. Because you have faith, watch this. Now, all you have to do is do what the faith came to do. But the reason why the faith couldn't do what it came to do, because you didn't really have it. I think I'm, I think I'm, I, maybe it's too deep tonight. I, I don't, <laughs> I think I done stepped in too much hot water tonight. Are y'all catching this? So let's finish reading this. Watch this. Now, faith is the what? Is what? Substance of things hoped for the evidence of things that not seen. So he said you got evidence. So why are you still confessing if you got the evidence already? Why are you still talking when the evidence came? I believe, I believe. No, no, no. Listen, and, and I mean this very seriously. It's nothing wrong if you say, you know, I believe, I believe, I believe. That's fine, but that don't mean that you believe yet. You're working towards believing. You're working. You might believe, but you don't have faith yet. Let me say it that way. You're working towards it. So we do that and we, oh, I'm confessing, I believe. No, no, no. You haven't entered into the substance. Because there's a, another realm that you have to break through to hit, hit that substance. How many of y'all are seeing this? I pray this ain't going over your head. So breakthrough, watch this, doesn't come without the breaker. Breakthrough don't come without the, but the breaker don't, is not revealed without all of you. So there are moments that all of you might not be in it, but because you've taken believing in the sense of confessing and just saying words so many of us i'll say hey how's your prayer life and y'all heard pastors say that many times to many of you i'll ask you how's your prayer life and you will say such 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 and don't listen this is not to we're not doing that what i'm trying to show you is we have to learn when i say prayer i mean you came in and you went out have you met that point of the breaking if not we got to get to the point of the Breaking, because if we haven't got to that point, we don't know what God is doing. So we haven't really seen God yet. We haven't really heard yet. But see, nobody teaches this, so everybody's wondering why things are staying on believers. So we build doctrines around them because we don't understand. Because I did pray, but what type? Because I did fast. Well, what type? In fact, Jesus said, you, you mad because nothing is happening, but you made your own type of fast. All right, I, I, I'm going to stop right there because I know we, we want questions uh, and I want to hear. I, I don't want to leave this without questions answered. Let, oh, I'm sorry, let me finish this real quick. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of who? But listen to me. You understood that by faith, not out of faith. You didn't understand that because you was a Christian. You understood that because you entered into faith. Now, how many of you know there's different levels of faith? So the level of faith that you need for that breakthrough 
you haven't entered into that because you didn't see that was the, you didn't see the framing that by faith we knew that the worlds were by faith I knew that my healing came but I didn't enter into that level of faith yet because I would have saw it are you okay <laughs> you see why we need spirit teaching because this stuff should not be new it should be normal so we can't practice what we didn't know so what I want you to realize by faith you got to enter into that faith why would Jesus say this kind don't come up because they didn't see that kind they didn't see that kind he was talking about they couldn't see they have the level of discernment beyond the confessing Jesus and the devils came out he said no 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 this kind whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. you went too far now this kind don't come up without prayer and because the commission or the submission to me in this one, because this one is a hard-headed devil. This one of the dragon, he was a little, he all casting out that little, this one, he, he been up for a little bit. He, he, he a little wiser. So he, he don't listen to lower level Christians. He listens to Christians with real authority. Because lower level Christians can do the easy ones. <laughs> Y'all hearing this? Is this okay a stopping point? I, I didn't leave nobody confused. All right. I, I'm going to stop right there. In fact, let's pray. And I want to hear at least, because don't leave me like this. I, I want to hear somebody question, comment, highlight. <laughs> I want to make sure I ain't overstepped tonight. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the release of revelation, wisdom, and knowledge tonight. Father, we thank you that you have gave us access to receive and to manifest. Father, I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice, those here and online, that they come into the manifestation of your spirit, that they can walk by the spirit, live by the spirit, and crucify the works of the flesh. Father, we declare that you are great and greatly to be praised. You died that we can receive. You paid it all on that cross, that we can receive healing, that we can receive a miracle, that we can receive our blessing, that we can receive freedom, in fact, right now, Lord, I release freedom right now in the lives of your people. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.